Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Title Talk. I am, of course, Bryson, NFL, and I'm without my very handsome co-host, Alonzo and LB. They're busy, so it's just you and I today. It's the holiday weeks. I've got stuff to do. They're much more important people than me, so it's just you and I. We're going to talk about the Patriots. There's a lot of stuff to get into, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of really funny stuff. Couple housekeeping things to get in front of first before we start off here that'll make your day because if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that you're interested in a lot of things that also make me laugh and are funny to me and are funny on Twitter. So here we go. Number one, High Noon. This is a TV show. Did you guys know about this TV show? I actually didn't know about this TV show. High Noon featuring Bomani Jones and his other cowardly co host. With the headline, should the Patriots be kicked out of the playoffs? And both of them agreed. The Patriots should be kicked out of the playoffs for those eight minutes of video that Kraft Productions had on Do Your Job. This is, hilar- this is hilarious. You can't make it up. You literally cannot make it up. There was absolutely nothing to be gained from the Patriots filming the sideline. Hand signals. We all saw the video. It, the the video was so damning that the NFL posted it for everyone to see, future Bengals opponents, everyone like that, got to see the video. Everyone saw the video. You and I can both record this stuff. This is stuff that's accessible to everyone. Whether or not the Patriots broke the rules or not, that's kind of like a different discussion, but kicked out of the playoffs. That's funny. I mean, it's like, what do people think that the Patriots could have got from the side? I don't know. We've already talked about this. Patriots derangement syndrome at an all-time high. But what sucks about this is it gives a lot of people credence to talk about it and gives life to the story. They're calling it Spygate 2.0, which I won't call it because it's very cowardly. It's not actually a thing. It's not a thing that happened. It's stupid, and you should all feel ashamed. You should all feel very bad that you're talking about this on your show for clicks, for Patriots views. I think I posted the video and the same video they posted, and it got actually more retweets and likes. So shout out to Patriots Nation for laughing at Bomani Jones and his cowardly co-host for this headline of the Patriots should be kicked out of playoff contention. We love to see it. So if they do win the Super Bowl, people like Bomani Jones will point back to this, this eight-minute video, which in previous weeks they did sort of the same thing and actually had permission. So we love to see it. Um, The rest of the NFL can absolutely weep for me. The 31 other franchises, just weep. The Patriots own you. We all know it. I think the next thing to get into is the Pro Bowl snubs. Now, personally, I don't care about the Pro Bowl. I think the Pro Bowl should be abolished because the Pro Bowl is its not necessarily a fan vote, but it's not necessarily a coach's vote, and it's not necessarily a player's vote. And individually, all three of those things don't matter to me. Coaches' votes, players' votes. We've seen players' votes in the NBA I think JaVale McGee got voted in the NBA once to an all-star team, got an all-star vote. Not all-star team, but he got an all-star vote. Players' opinions of each other doesn't matter much to me. Neither does fan vote. Neither does coaching alone because, 
I mean, look around the league. There's a lot of not very smart people. I don't know how you fix this. Maybe you just make it an entire fan vote and acknowledge it as a fan vote because that's probably what it should be celebrated as because it's not the all-pro team. What sucks is that people like Julian Edelman have never had a Pro Bowl, and people will look at this. They will actually look at this for Hall of Fame voting, things like that. No Pro Bowls. People still look at this stuff. When they look at players' records or Wikipedia pages, they check the Pro Bowls like they matter, and this stuff doesn't matter. None of this Pro Bowl stuff matters to anyone, especially me. I never watch a Pro Bowl. I'm sure you don't watch the Pro Bowl. I don't know who watches the Pro Bowl. I don't know who just cracks open a beer that Sunday, whatever day it is when the Pro Bowl happens, and just thinks, man, can't be- can't wait to watch my team's players here when they could potentially tear their Achilles on a stupid half-speed game that doesn't matter at all. Can't wait. It's lovely. You know, the All-Pro team might not be enough. The All-Pro team, the AP All-Pro team, good stuff. And why can't we just make a committee? You know, I'm for the fan vote of the Pro Bowl, but maybe we should just include the Pro Bowl and just have a bunch of really smart people around football vote on this kind of stuff. (laughs) Why don't we just put Bill Belichick in charge of this? And say, look, how Bill, how would you fix the Pro Bowl? And how do we fix this? Because players are getting dinged out of Hall of Fame resumes because of stupid fan votes. Like Jamie Collins should be in the Pro Bowl. I think JC Jackson is a really good corner. Devin McCourty doesn't get in the Pro Bowl. Still a really good player. Lawrence Guy, Danny Shelton, both have an extremely good seasons at the defensive tackle position. Joe Tooney. Another guy you could probably say was a Pro Bowl snub. Look, I've spent too much time on this already. The Pro Bowl sucks. But that's my biggest beef. It's the Hall of Fame resumes. These guys make money from the Pro Bowl. It sucks. But as Tom Brady says, we all know, do you think I play this shit to go to the Pro Bowl? The answer is no. But it also matters, in a way. Somewhat. Kind of. I think the last thing before we get into the Bengals game, which we missed, the review is I think you're going to care just a little bit. Our main man, Josh Gordon, gets docked for, they say, PEDs and possible substance abuse, performance-enhancing substance abuse as well as substance abuse. I don't really know what that means. I don't know what Josh Gordon popped positive for, but this made me really sad. You know, a lot of people don't care about Josh Gordon. A lot of Patriots fans do care about Josh Gordon, including myself. He looked, to me, a lot bigger this season, so the PED thing wouldn't shock me, but he's also just a really big guy, and just for Josh Gordon's sake and for me loving Josh Gordon with all of my heart, and so does Alonzo, I hope he gets well. I don't know if this will ever happen. He probably will never play NFL football again, which is a really sad situation, but I hope Josh Gordon gets better for the sake of himself has better people around him, makes better decisions, finds his peace because I love Josh Gordon. And I thought I was one of those dummies that thought that Josh Gordon would be on the Patriots roster all year long, having Tom Brady next to him. It didn't happen with the Seahawks, get suspended, probably will never be back. It's a sad story. It sucks. Shout out to Josh Gordon. I still love you. And I still occasionally think of you. Moving on. So the Bengals-Patriots game, of course I'd go to the Bengals-Patriots game because 
we are Patriots Nation and I am the man. And so I have to show up for these games. So I just want to say shout out to everyone I met during this Bengals Patriots game. There's a ton of Patriots fans here. It was a Patriots home game. It's really crazy to see <laughs> when you have an away stadium filled full of fans from another team. I can't imagine how fans of the team season ticket holders, if you were a Bengals season ticket holder, how would you feel if you saw a bunch of Patriots fans with their Tom Brady jersey and this goof Bryson in your stadium taking pictures with each other? I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. So I want to say shout out to CDOT, T. Haynes, Spike King, Denley, all of my friends, Classified Chappie, all of my buddies I met there, took pictures with, had a really great time. It was cold, had a really good seats. It's always great to see Tom Brady in person, Stefan Gilmore, Bill Belichick, filming the sign by myself. It was, you know, it was a great time. It was a great time. There was, was there a lot of things to be learned from this game? I don't know. Let's talk about it. So I think the most important thing from this game, I think we all can agree with this. How about Stefan Gilmore, defensive player of the year? So look, the case for Lamar Jackson for MVP is, well, he's on the best team. He's tearing it up offensively. Everyone thinks he's an MVP, which probably should be the MVP, most likely. So Lamar's on the best team, the best offense. He gets MVP. So how about the best defense in the NFL gets recognized? And Stephon Gilmore, who is actually a game-changing offensive player also for the Patriots because he has a couple pick sixes. He had two picks in this game against the Bengals, and he consistently puts the Patriots offenses in positions, quite frankly, they don't deserve to be in because they're just really inconsistent, and Stephon Gilmore is kind of carrying them a little bit. I'm kind of wondering if Stephon Gilmore can play wide receiver. I'm half-joking, but I can't imagine he would be that bad of a wide receiver. He's really smart. He plays defense. I was for the Jamie Collins at tight end, but now I'm for like both. How about Jamie Collins and Stephon Gilmore get their own package? Maybe Edelman's a Wildcat quarterback. I don't know. I'm for it. Whatever it takes to get the Patriots offense going, I'm for. And Stephon Gilmore consistently does it. Consistently puts the Patriots offense in a good position. Consistently scores. He's the MVP of their defense, and they're the best defense. Stephon Gilmore should be the defensive player of the year. There's a lot of good players a lot of good players from a lot of good defenses that have strong cases as well. But don't we always do this? Don't we always give the Defensive Player of the Year MVPs from like the best part of that side of the ball, Offensive Player of the Year, whatever you want to call it, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year? These tend to be really good teams. And so I'm just here to tell you, Stephon Gilmore should be the Defensive Player of the Year. And he makes his case literally every week when he affects a game. And in insane ways, playing a ton of man coverage, a ton of single coverage, ton of cover zero, I'm pretty sure the most in the league. Last year, they were by far the most in the league at cover zero. So why not Stephon Gilmore? Why not? Best player on, on the best defense. Just defensive player of the year. It's easy. It's easy. By the way, it's really funny to hear Tyler, Board's, Tyler Boyd say that he won most of his matchups. That's, that's really funny, Tyler Boyd. Stephon Gilmore is making you weep in prison all day long. And that's what you have to say after the game, after your team gets beat by multiple, multiple scores. And you impact the game in virtually zero ways. Really, really good awareness, Tyler Boyd. We love to see that. I think the other thing 
we take we take away from this game is Nikhil Harry. So Nikhil Harry against the Chiefs kind of makes his debut in a really great way. And I say debut as in he comes to life. He scores a touchdown that doesn't count, of course. But in this game, they kind of featured Harry a little bit more. They handed him the ball off a little bit more a couple times. He looked really great with the ball. I'm all for just just centering the offense around Nikhil Harry because at this moment, he appears to look like one of their better offensive players. Julian Edelman's kind of banged up, so is Sanu. So why not just give give the reins to Nikhil Harry? Tom Brady likes him a whole lot. Of course, he's posted a few Instagram pictures of Nikhil Harry, so that obviously means he likes him a whole lot. He had a really nice catch, get called back. Of course, a couple other good plays. The touchdown where no one's open, and Tom Brady does a good job sliding around the pocket. And Nikhil Harry keeps going, which has been a problem for the Patriots wide receivers all year. As we remember, the Philip Dorsett overthrow in quotation marks that he had when he stopped and Tom Brady wanted him to keep going in the end zone. And this is something that Nikhil Harry did. He kept fighting. He was in the right spot. Tom Brady trusted him and threw it to him. So for all of you, Tom Brady doesn't throw it to rookies. Jacoby Myers he throws to Nikhil Harry, he throws to. This is not true. Tom Brady throws to you if he trusts you and you consistently get open, which right now Nikhil Harry is doing it. And Josh McDaniels is finding a couple of nice ways to get Nikhil Harry the ball in space, which I just love to see. And the offensive line is much better. So why not just keep handing it off to Nikhil Harry whenever you can? Give him some screen passes, maybe some slants, other things like that, especially in the red zone. I'm all for it. This is one of the biggest takeaways from the game is Feature Nikhil Harry because he's the greatest receiver in the NFL. You just can't argue it. You just really can't. The offense just kind of gets it done in this game. First half, looking the first drive is really easy, and at this point, every Patriots fan thinks the Patriots are going to win fifty-six to zero. And then it kind of gets tough after that. The run defense is it bad, or did it, did they just miss a few tackles? That's my question. I think it's more of they missed a couple tackles. Jamie Collins kind of missed a couple tackles, one specifically in the backfield that went for a big game with Mixon. Mixon was owning. Look, there's no other way to put it. He was owning. But the Bengals didn't score the ball. So I'm not really sure I can care about the run defense being looking like that so far. It's probably going to take like a playoff game where they like give up a 200-yard rusher and they lose. They're actually getting ready to play a team that runs the ball pretty well, has a mobile quarterback, so this is actually a pretty good test this next week. But when it counts, I think the Patriots have done a really good job at stopping the run. I think the Patriots are perfectly content at telling teams, yeah, go ahead, run the ball. Running the ball is usually generally less efficient than passing the ball, so we, they are built about said we <laughs> they're built to stop the pass they have extremely great secondary and at times they just kind of let teams run the ball and I don't really have a huge issue with it DVA still has them top 10 and run defense so I don't see the problem yet it's not a huge problem the problem for this next two games for the Patriots you know they could lose this game against the Bills. Next week, they could beat the Dolphins, still win the division, that's true, but the Chiefs are right on their heels. The Chiefs are on at the three seed right now. The Patriots lose these next two games. The Chiefs could be the number two seed, and what's important for the Patriots, especially in this Bengals game, John Jones gets hurt. Edelman, like, Edelman is in Gronk territory, Gronk 20, 
16 and on territory where every time he falls, I'm scared to death that Julian Edelman, our good friend Julian Edelman is going to be really hurt. He already is really hurt. He's playing through a lot of stuff that a lot of players wouldn't play through. Just watch him. He catches the ball. He's grabbing his shoulder. He doesn't look good cutting. Julian Edelman really needs a week off. He really does. And to get this week off, the Patriots have to beat the Bills and they have to they they got to beat the Dolphins, too. The Patriots, Patriots got to do their job and win in both of these games, which they absolutely can. But it's really important, as Tom Brady, as Tom Brady's Instagram post said, championship week is true. Division championship week. They could, they could seal up the division this, this week. But the Patriots, they need this game. They need these next two games. They can't screw around with the bye. They need the bye really bad, of course, the bye important to health and all sorts of other stuff other factors and you just take it less chance of losing a game in the wild card round winning another going on the road in the playoffs isn't really the greatest situation they need this buy so bills at patriots this is a really fun game bills fans are fun you know they're fun in a way that they really suck but they're also fun because they're really passionate so they passionately suck so Tom Brady has actually never lost at Gillette to the Bills when he's finished the game. The only time that he did lose to the Patriots did lose when Tom Brady started was in 2014-2015 season, the year they won Super Bowl 49, which is, by the way, the greatest game of all time, and you can just absolutely weep for me. This is the only time that the, he lost to the Bills at home, and it, Jimmy G came in at halftime. Revis sat in the halftime. A lot of players sat. I don't think Gronk played at all. So he has never lost to the Bills at home. Never. Never. Last time they played the Bills in Foxborough, 24-10. Josh Allen, one touchdown, five interceptions, five yards per attempt against the Patriots. Amazing defense. Of course, the Bills also have an amazing defense, which is going to make this a really strange game. This could be one of those games where it's like 13-6. to It also wouldn't shock me if the Patriots defense just intercepted Josh Allen six times and two of them were pick sixes and they end up scoring over 27 points. I think, you know, John Jones is out for this game. It kind of stinks because the Bills have some actually pretty decent skill players. John Brown, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox, Croft, two tight ends that are decent. Knox is a pretty decent player. So I think J-Mac is probably going to play. So they probably match him in the slot against Beasley. And if not, it's Chung. But I would feel a lot better if it was J-Mac. Gilmore probably draws John Brown. And of course, Chung, D-Mac, and maybe even our boy, Jawan, not Jojuan, Alonzo, Jawan Williams makes his really, really, really impactful first debut, perhaps. Maybe if J-Mac doesn't play, Jawan Williams plays a lot more. Maybe J.C. Jackson plays a lot more slots in the snap. Either way, I would love to see Jawan Williams play. I think he's going to be a pretty good player. But... Bills do present some problems on offense. They do have an offense that could be similar similar to like they have a really good offensive line, run the run blocking offensive line. So the Patriots are gonna have to be stout at stopping the run. What they should really do is just dare Josh Allen to beat them all day long, which is what they kind of did in their last matchup against the Bills. They won 16 to 10. Josh Allen threw him, I think he threw a couple picks, if I'm not wrong. He was not very good at all. He was not very good at all. The Patriots need to make Josh Allen win this game with his arm. 
and they needed to make contain him in the pocket. They don't run a ton of Josh Allen. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not going to just run the ball from design plays all sorts of time. But maybe there's some potential for that. The Bills have a pretty smart coaching staff. Maybe this could happen. But the Patriots need to just contain Josh Allen in the pocket and just they need they need to keep the Bills. They need to keep the Bills three and out. You know, I think last time fifteen percent fifteen percent on third down the Bills were. They need to keep the Bills off the field. They need to keep their defense rested. And the Patriots' defense needs to really step up and like they have been all year and give the Patriots' offense advantageous chances to score past the 50-yard line. Great, great field position. I know Bailey, Jake Bailey, is going to be just huge in this game as he is in all these defensive battles. He's been one of their offensive MVPs along with Stephon Gilmore. So they're going to need some of these plays. They're going to need these playmakers on defense. They're going to need this. This is a huge game. This has a playoff feel to it. It's going to be the biggest game on Saturday. Everyone's going to be watching this game. I need this. And also, if you're going if you're going to this game, Julian Edelman already said it. He wants the fans of Gillette to be loud. He wants us to be a, like a playoff atmosphere. And I had a dream about this last night, that I was just chastising Patriots fans because no one was loud enough. And we were all letting Julian Edelman down. I wish I was lying because it happened. I was literally talking in my sleep in a dream. And I woke up and just was like, I, I mean, I thought it happened. It was a dream that felt extremely real to me. And that it's because it holds so dear in my heart. It's Julian Edelman. Greatest Patriots wide receiver of all time. We, we cannot let Julian Edelman down. You guys at the game, you got to be loud and at home. Okay, you got to be doing your prayer circle for Julian Edelman to stay healthy, as healthy as he possibly can throughout the rest of the season. Don't let Julian Edelman down. Do your job, please. He's going to do his job. You know, he might have like three catches, but three catches for 12 yards. I mean, the guy's banged up. You see him at practice. He's super hurt. We cannot let Julian Edelman down. I think the other thing is a lot of people, a lot of people talking smack about Mohamed Sanu. Is he worth the second round pick? A lot of people say. Look, I still think a lot about Mohamed Sanu. I think he's a really good player. He should have had a touchdown last week, whether you like it or not. Should have had another play. Brady kind of missed him on. He dropped some passes, but that's not really who Mohamed Sanu is. Not not been a player with bad hands. He's a player with really good hands. He, he actually is really good separation-wise, all this stuff. He's really good at This has kind of just been a bad couple games for him. I mean, he's still really new to the Patriots system. First game with the Patriots, balls out. Tom Brady trusts him. He has to earn that trust back. It could start here today. The Bills, Julian Edelman probably is going to be sacrificed to Trey White. So guys like Mohamed Sanu, in the middle of the field, the Patriots, it seems like they really haven't been doing a ton in the middle of the field. It seems like guys like Mohamed Sanu need to step up a little bit, which I am sure he is capable of doing and I think Mohamed Sanu is going to be big for their playoff run if they are to win games in the playoffs it's going to be because Mohamed Sanu has been played a lot better Tom Brady and Mohamed Sanu are going to get this fixed I've got confidence it's Tom Brady it's Mohamed Sanu I'm not worried about either this is a little blip I think Mohamed Sanu has a big game in this one and the Patriots really kind of have found something in their 12 personnel you know Ben Watson's not that great Neither is Matt Lacoste, but like together, like their 12 personnel has been actually decent. They're running the ball better. Lacoste has caught some passes over in the middle of the field. They, at times they do seem to move the ball, but Muhammad Sue needs to be better. He will be.
He will be. I trust him with my life. I trust him with my life. Just like Nikhil Harry and Julian Edelman, take the load off of him. I don't know if Julian Edelman is going to be on a snap count. Probably not considering the magnitude of the game. Although it still really wouldn't shock me because he just is so banged up. And that's why this game is so important. Win this game. Maybe you can rest Julian Edelman for the Week 17 game against the Dolphins. I just watched the I'm watching Bills Patriots from last game in the fourth quarter. One of their running backs throws a pass to the end zone. Amazing, amazing. And in this game, they have Isaiah Wynn. They had Marshall Newhouse. Then they have Nikhil Harry. They didn't. Then they also had Josh Gordon. But that version of Josh Gordon, a lot of people didn't think a whole lot of. There's some new faces. You know, the Bills have Singletary running back. He's pretty good. I think they're just gonna they're gonna go out, stop the run. I just don't see a way for Josh Allen to beat the Patriots. Now you could say, is there a way for Tom Brady to beat the Bills? As crazy as that sounds, and as much as he's owned the Bills throughout his career with this offense they have, but their offensive line is is getting better week by week, especially since Isaiah Wynn's been back. He's been getting better every week, shaking the ring rust off. My king. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna surprise some people in this game. They're at home. I know they lost to the Chiefs. They're at home. They're gonna do it. I'm gonna say this is hard for me. My my heart says this game is gonna be like thirteen to seven, thirteen to six, thirteen to nine, something screwy like that. But my like my head thinks that the Patriots are gonna win like twenty four to thirteen, something like that. Patriots cover the point spread and just win the game. Break the Bills' heart. No way for them to win the division. And they weep. There's supposed to be a lot of Bills fans there. So, Patriots fans, show out, please. Don't let the Bills t- be taking shots out of their assholes at Gillette Stadium. Don't do this. Don't, don't let them do it. Call the cops if you have to. I don't know who else you have. The FBI. This has to be a crime, right? Call someone. Don't call me, though. This is going to be a really fun game. Really excited for it. I'm glad everyone stayed here to listen to me rant, ramble about the Patriots, other things like that. I think the last thing I want to talk about, Drew Brees celebrating the touchdown record, which, by the way, it's not even the record, okay? Everyone talks about how important the playoffs. All we heard for years was Joe Montana's 4-0 in the Super Bowls and the playoffs matter and all this bullshit. And now the playoffs don't matter, and it doesn't matter that Tom Brady leads in playoff touchdowns and regular season touchdowns. Give me a break. What if Drew Brees, knock on wood, like has some strange career-ending injury, never plays again, and Tom Brady breaks the record like next year? And Drew Brees comes back and Brady retires and Drew Brees breaks. Is he going to celebrate again? I'm not a huge fan of the regular season celebrating, stopping the game, all this. This is annoying. It's stupid. It just doesn't make sense to me. This is not something that Tom Brady wants. If, if you walked up to Tom Brady and said, look, Tom, you know, you're know you going to break the touchdown record regular season. Um, we're going to stop the game. Um, Benny Brady's going to come out there. Giselle's going to come out there. Your daughter's going to come out there. What would Tom Brady say? Would Tom Brady be okay with this? No, he wouldn't be okay with this. Tom Brady would never be okay with this. Not at home, not anywhere. Our king is not celebrating these sorts of victories, regular season victories. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I know he wouldn't. 
I'm interested in hearing what you guys think about that too. It's been a big debate. People roasting me about it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if people like me. It was a weak move because, you know, Tom Brady could ball out in the next two weeks and Drew Brees could not ball out and he could break the record and then Drew Brees goes back and break the record and is he going to celebrate it all over again? Like, this is just a... This is a weird thing. You broke the record, awesome, throw it up on the Jumbotron, move on to the next play. By the way, Drew Brees, playing in garbage time. We love to see it. We just love to see it. We love to see it. Stat padding, amazing. When Brady does it, it's stat padding. When Drew Brees does it, it's awesome, and you can never talk shit about it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Everything Brady does, the Patriots does bad. Everything Drew Brees, everyone else does good. It makes no sense to me. It's whatever. Patriots derangement syndrome. They can all weep for me. Guys, glad you tuned in to Title Talk. Once again, extremely thankful for all of you. Love you all. Have a happy holidays, and LB and I will be back. We'll be back after the Bills game. Win or lose, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking Bills Patriots. We'll be all fired up. Maybe we've had a couple brews after we've watched the game. Who knows? But hope you're there to tune in with us. We love it. We love to see it. Have a nice day. Go Pats.